0: This episode of Two Fit Crazies and Microphone is brought to you by Conti Fitness, the best in online and in-home personal training, and get certified online with Let's Face It Together trademark facial exercise and rehabilitation program, as well as book your Women Rock event in a city near you.
1: This episode is also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. Create positive change in your life with High Five Health and Fitness online health coaching at highfivehealthandfitness.com.
0: And if you want to create your own platform, visit www.tofitcrazy.com and find out more about how to create your own podcast. Podcasting 101, create your own platform as seen at STW fitness conventions around the country.
1: Be sure to subscribe and leave us a comment, a review on uh, iTunes or wherever you do uh, listen to your favorite podcasts. TwoFitCrazies.com.
0: It is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are to Fit crazy And the microphone. We are where it's at. How you doing?
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Yep. We were just playing our just microphone
0: um, like slinkies as uh, heavy metal. We're going to start a band. We are.
1: We already got a podcast. Yeah. We should start a band.
0: Yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah. You know? And- was, I have no
1: it musical great. ability I, at I oh. can play all the instruments. Don't worry about all it. All right, We're you're good. good. I'm like the Flavor Flake. <laughs> I'll just like shout what shit we get in the back. get a turntable. Like you'll be totally great at that. <laughs> Yo, Brian, drop the beat. <laughs> okay. yeah. I don't know. I'm going to need somebody to drop the beat for me. But no, uh, yeah, I'll just like, yeah, I'll come in with the back up. You're good. Put the crack up. Oh, jeez. Speaking <laughs> Marky of. Marky
0: Mock. No one speaks bad about Marky Mark.
1: I speak bad about him. I'm not a fan.
0: My arms are crossed. <laughs> <now. laughs> arms crossed. She did. She just arms crossed. I the chi. Right I'm not now. a I fan of
1: Mark off. Wahlberg. Good vibrations. Yeah, fine. No, I mean. That's all. That's all. Okay. Care. All right. We can leave it at that. We'll That's leave fine. it at good vibrations. Yeah. All right.
0: That's fine. That's where we're going to stop today. And um, we That's just That's the had... next poll. That's yeah, the next we'd... poll. Are
1: yeah. you a fan of Marky Mark?
0: Okay, the next poll. First off, in order to vote, you also need to listen to the damn episode because people didn't even listen, and then they voted, and then I'm like, okay, I hope you enjoyed your sexless night with whoever you were with, and they're like, I don't understand. We're going who you're back to our about. Valentine's Day yeah. episode, the Sorry. yay
1: or nay, and uh, I believe that that was what we referred to as triggered. Christine was triggered just there. All right, I that put her episode in a mood. Eighty
0: two episode 85 we just came off of with danielle green we talked finding motivation changing your life through fitness we talked crossfit Uh done the right way um i know we have our issues with crossfit but uh, again i had some humanity restored because you know there were some good things good tidbits um about what you should look for if you do go into crossfit which hey guess what it's not for everyone but it is for people just like brian you don't take a lot of you know, dance classes and shake your thing, but you really like to run. There's something for everybody. That's right. There you go. But...
1: There's a butt for every seat. Jeez, oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's right. So and and uh, and she's got great online uh, presence. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, lots of and um, nutrition counseling and things that, that she does online. that seems to be doing, going very well mm-hmm. for herself. And uh, tons of fun. She's great energy and great spirit. Oh yeah. And uh, she had purple hair. Uh, which oh, she's was, so fun. Yeah, she's got lots of she's so fun. Yeah. Uh, and you know n- now I see on on Instagram and you know the hair changes colors from time to time. It's beautiful. Of fun, yeah,
0: mine may yeah. or may not change color and length of time, too. It's you, we're chameleons, you know. You just, My,
1: I have col- mine's two colors right now, That's it's right. called salt and pepper. Right? Salt and pepper,
0: it's, so salt and pepper's here. It's um, mature and <laughs> <laughs> very like think of all the the celebrities that have salt and pepper hair.
1: I keep asking, you know, to cut out the grays, yeah. but uh, they're not doing their job. You run
0: so fast, no one even sees them, Brian. How about that?
1: All right. That's what I would say to people. Silver Fox.
0: There you go. Um, speaking of <laughs> Silver Fox. <we're laughs> speaking on, of what? We're going to get right into speaking this Speaking of episode. the Netherlands. Speaking of, um, I'm excited because I'm Dutch. And uh, you know what? I don't get a chance lot to connect with my heritage. So um, my family came over around the Mayflower. Do you know that?
1: Is that right? When New York was... You know, New Amsterdam.
0: New Amsterdam and mm-hmm. Squake Island is in upstate New York. We have a I wish I had some sort of air to that. I'd have a lot more your, different you situation whole, in life. But, you got a whole island. Um, yeah, really interesting. But um we connected today with Colin Dinglesad, who is in Amsterdam, who is a really inspirational fitness and I would say wellness, but his he he self proclaimed is transformational coach and his company is beyond social conditioning. So we had a great conversation today. You're going to hear our accents. You're going to hear his accent as well. Um, he's phenomenal. He's got a great heart and has really got a good story and tells a little bit about what's going on, you know, in, in Amsterdam right now. And also he works in the Netherlands. Lot. He's not yeah. in Amsterdam. Oh, he's, he's in he's Netherlands. In Netherlands. Yeah. I'm sorry. In the Netherlands. And, um, I got all thrown off by the New York. No, correct. You. Um, but he's in the Netherlands and he works with a lot of his clients are in the UK. So it's. I love to hear what's going on in other places around the world it's super important yeah
1: absolutely and and a lot of um you know and and a lot of what he's saying is universal mm-hmm. uh you know the transformational coaches of of just doing that next right thing and and keeping it simple as opposed to complicated and and making these transitions one small step at a time. he goes through a great uh, little diatribe about um you know climbing those mountains and how you know that 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 takes place. Um, and, and it's, uh, you know, and how, how much we've been socially conditioned, mm-hmm. right? And how much we think that things, you know, how the way that things are is how they really are. And have you have know, to have that car. It's all,
0: it's have all, to have this thing and sit back at the end of the day, look at yourself in the mirror. Is that thing making you happy or mm-hmm. is that just this created reality that, the world is shoving down your throat
1: and how much of it's real oh. and you know and how, and and you know some of it obviously is is um you know socially and social media has, has just thrown gasoline on it and you know and how much of it is your upbringing and and certain expectations that uh, you know you might have have had uh, you know and, and just along the way and and how uh you, know, you you really see you you have to see things for the way that they actually are as opposed to the way that they appear based on our uh, conditioning that we you know have 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 been you know pounded over the head with uh for most of our lives um, so it's just a really interesting conversation and, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, do something is, is one of his, uh, something that he said, which is something that Christine always says, right. And wonder woman as well, right. you know, like we've got choices here and then doing something's a good thing. Um, and then
0: celebrate it.
1: Yes. We're gonna that was that the out. most important.
0: Do something and then celebrate
1: it. Right. Do it, something that's, that's, that's attainable and, and, yeah. and simple and easy and is a step in the right direction and then celebrate the hell out of it.
0: You lost a pound, and you wanted to do that. Awesome, awesome. That's one pound more than you right. would have done. To, you know, or just something Anything. that simple. Yep. I had a good meal today.
1: Yeah. Right. You know. I took ten deep breaths today. Right. Celebration. So uh, yeah, very very interesting conversation. And uh, you know, he he, uh, he he asks people to dig deep and mm-hmm. look uh, look inside and, and reflect. And uh figure out what's really going on, and uh you know the key that's the key you know, we can know we can we could stretch and do yoga and eat kale till we're green in the face right but that, if
0: that mind's not set that's right you're getting nothing from it
1: if those hangups are hanging you up then they're you know then they're not they're not helping you they're they're uh, they're in the way, so um just a good good uh, you know just a good reminder um for some and and maybe enlightening for for others um to just make that next move and 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 um do that thing that we know we're supposed to be doing.
0: Take action,
1: people. Uh-huh. And with that said, we'll get rolling here. Two fit crazes in the microphone. Episode 80- 86. 86. Unreal. Colin Dingelstadt from the Netherlands. Peace. <laughs> And I'm Brian Prendergast. And
0: we are to Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, how you doing today? I'm
1: good. We're going international.
0: I love it. I love it.
1: Mr. Worldwide. That is true. That is true. (laughs) With
0: that said, we're going right into episode 86 today, from uh, quite a ways away. So I'm going to welcome Across the Pond. Oh my gosh. Um, Colin, how are you?
2: I'm great. I'm truly excited to be here.
0: Awesome. Colin, say your full name for our audience.
2: (laughs) Colin Dingerstaff.
0: And where are you you located right now?
2: (laughs) I'm located in the Netherlands at the moment, at the right corner in a little town called Swarman.
0: Okay. Colin, what is the weather like right now in the Netherlands?
2: It's actually... It's kind of good. It's not warm because it's Netherlands, a lot of rain, um, but there's some sun out there. You should wear a sweater and a jacket and everything you can get, but there's some sun, so that's great.
1: But It's bike riding weather. It's always bike riding weather in the Netherlands, right?
2: Can you repeat that one? I, it, it's
1: always bike ri- It's bike, ri- bike riding, bicycle riding weather, right? You can do anything there.
2: <laughs> always bicycle riding oh, weather.
1: That's right, always. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: Colin, I have not been to the Netherlands yet. And I am very Dutch. I'm going to tell you that. So Dumbdog. I so I cannot wait to visit at some point in the future. And uh, growing up, I was always, you know, made fun of my last name was Vanskoik. Um, that's how we pronounce it in the United States, but it was pronounced differently in the Netherlands. And I grew up with the Oh, you're Dutch windmills and wooden shoes and tulips and i'm like oh there's so much more to it but that's what i got anyway so these
1: These americans are so basic yeah basic windmills and wooden shoes it's not fair not fair
2: so colin have you been to the united states no i haven't (gasps) one of my goals for this year is to go to san jose in october
1: okay anything in particular in san jose in october
2: yeah, there's the American Kickboxing. Uh, I'm not sure association, but there's the UFC place where Khabib, the Muhammad of trains, okay, and then Bommier, and I want to see how much I can improve in one month because I've never done anything with boxing, jiu jitsu, or whatever.
1: And you're and you're gonna <laughs> go right into those guys. All right, yeah. that's awesome. Find
2: the best people and learn from them.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. You know, no sense in dipping your toes in it. You get right in there. Those dudes are monsters. They're two of my favorites, though.
0: So, Colin, let's talk about we obviously, you know, cater to people that are, you know, into fitness or maybe into nutrition or are not. And they're just looking for, you know, new ideas or maybe just live a more quality life. So what I love and what our listeners love is the story. So were you always into fitness and into, you know, just mind body like you are now?
2: Yeah, always. I assume
0: you want to hear the entire story. Oh, some well, of it. Of course. Spill
2: Let's it, go. Colin. Sure. Let, let me take you back to when I was about 14 years old because I was the kid who was already reading self-development books, oh. business books. Um, whatever. But to be frank, to be honest, <laughs> it was purely to get the girls. <laughs> <laughs> but that quickly turned into actually improve myself. Cause I realized the better of a person that I am, uh, the high quality girl I get, the better life I can get. Um, every area just to get an edge on everybody else. Um, so that's basically what I did when I was younger. I read a lot of books. I read lots, um, went to seminars, quite a few some courses, Um, but I didn't do really much with what I learned besides implying it on myself. Um, Besides that I got my mom off her medication and I got a close to ideal body weight, um, but never did anything with it. So eventually I went to, in the Netherlands we have three types of universities um, to simplify everything. One is more practical. One is more practical with some theory in it. And one is mostly theory. And we had a university that focused on sports and you could actually become um, an outdoor coordinator. So what that means is you first become an instructor, meaning everything with climbing, rafting, kayaking, uh, whatever outdoor activity you can think of, we did it and we became an instructor and then you could actually become an outdoor coordinator. And I heard about this education and was like, That's something for me. That's what I want to do. And that's how I started. And after I finished, uh, to fast forward a little bit, I got really lucky because usually you start off as an instructor and you have to work your way up. But I basically got my own location in Italy and was in charge of the entire outdoor program. Um, But one of the biggest things was the organization was really badly organized and they were really cheap. So I worked like seven days a week, 12 plus hours every day. Um, but I was truly loving it because I learned so much. I wasn't charge. I got to do all these crazy things with uh, groups of people that came in like we had between 30 to 70 people on a little campsite every week. And it was so much fun. But I also realized that this was not something for me in... long run because I knew I would just get burned out if I would do this like an entire year for this organization Um, but luckily I met we were at a pretty luxurious campsite and I met a lot of business owners and influencers and they basically all said the same thing if you just go start your own little business doesn't matter what it is and you can put the same amount of time that you're doing here into your business there's a pretty good chance that you will succeed so I tried it. So after that year, I quit the outer field and I tried a couple of things and eventually it just hit me. I just wanted to become a coach for um, whoever wanted my advice. And that eventually turned into me becoming a transformational coach for women. Uh, that's the entire story in a nutshell, I think.
0: I love The fact that you, this makes my heart happy, that you said, you know, you worked really hard. You were, you always had this kind of idea of self-improvement and, you know, you love the fitness aspect of it and that, you know, you said you work really hard, whatever it is you work really hard at, you're going to be successful if you put that effort in. I love that. And I love that. You know, we can remind ourselves sometimes because I'm going to be honest, Colin, I'm working my freaking ass off right now. I'm <laughs> not going to lie. Um, and decided to switch careers. And, you know, people say that. And But it's it's nice to sometimes hear that and for our listeners even to hear, like, your hard work is going to pay off. Well, that's what it was. People recognize it in to you. See it. You have to you yeah. know You have to see that there's a bigger picture. And that's huge. Now, you're working mainly with women. Now, why why women? You're Colin. I don't know if you realize that you're a man. You know that, right?
2: <laughs> really.
0: <laughs> so, why women? Why is how did you know? How is that your focal point? Uh,
2: because I quickly realized that I wa- wasn't able to help if I wanted to help everybody. I would help nobody. And my first clients were women, and I just stick with it. <laughs> it's that simple. Interesting One enough.
1: I I tell you I I work I work a lot with men, and, and you know in similar ways, and obviously fitness is being a part of it, and you know the other part is you know just kind of they they you know and, and eating better and just feeling more right, and uh, men are knuckleheads they uh they don't, they don't always open up and 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 always don't always aren't always open to these things. That you know, I'm sure that you uh, that you speak about with, with women, and women become you know perfect in a sense for that because they're willing to do things and they are open to it. Is that something you experience?
2: <laughs> exactly. No, that's so true. A lot of men are pretty stupid, but <laughs> once they, it, they usually get it like to the core, and they will also fully go for it. But before you get to that point, it can take some time.
0: So Colin, what are you doing now? I know that you have an online, you know, you have online coaching that you do and you have certain programs that you offer. Is everything you're doing now pretty much online?
2: Everything I do is just via Zoom. So just like we have on Zoom, uh, it's basically just like Skype and everything is, yeah, online, face to face, but online.
0: And now, how do you get your how do you get your clients? How did you build that then from going you know you went from obviously a coordinator working at a place, and then all of a sudden you know it's not just like clients flock to you how How did you get that reputation that people know about you
2: yeah it's a it's a slow process to be honest <laughs> but um one of the ways that actually worked um was I just went on LinkedIn. And I just reached out to so many people. Uh, I think that I got over 12,000 LinkedIn connections right now.
1: And
2: <laughs> I just engaged with uh, all those women. And I just saw which women were interested in simply free call. And once they on the free call, I just made the call so great that they might want to work with me. And otherwise, they just had an amazing call.
0: So what makes your call so amazing? These are the questions that I'm, you know, because you're obviously setting yourself apart from the average, you know, it's, and, you know, not to, I mean, I guess say this, take this as a compliment. We're, we're, you know, in the New York city, New York, New Jersey area. And the fact that, you know, we've heard of you and your name is out there. That's a testament to your hard work. What makes your calls and what you're offering make you stand out? Because there's so many people out there that, you know, it's kind of, who do I go to? How do I know that this person is good or different? What do you think?
2: I think probably one of the first things that will stand out is that I don't have 45 or 60 minute sessions where you come in, you tell your story. And then I'm like, oh, it's time. I see you next week. My sessions can take up to four hours straight in a row. Um, we dive deep. Uh, maybe you can hear the in my voice, um, but I live this way. I teach this way or I guide this way. And I just am fully committed to the results of my clients, to basically the product that I am, and conveying that to the client in the most simple way possible. And if that takes four hours or two hours, it doesn't matter. Uh, but when we're finished, then we're finished. When we're done. We're done. I think that's one of the biggest things that differentiates me.
1: It's it's not a race against the clock. In other words, it's uh you know we're here till we can kind of get the information out, and uh and and you know and and from there have people relax and open up um, you know it's a very good uh, game plan for you Um, I have a question for you here so what are your you know what what are the philosophies that you use in your practice what are the core principles uh, that you adhere to Um, you know obviously everybody is different and you know one uh, you know coaching one person uh, and and to another is going to be different but what are some of the um, the main things that you try and hit on uh, as you go
2: It's crazy. So usually the first thing uh, that I try to do is well let's go back a, b- a little bit um, basically just see it when you are standing in front of a mountain and you want to get to that point and that represents where you want to be in life in ideal uh, no, ideal life you would be at the top but usually once you reach top you can see another bigger mountain and then you go to that mountain and eventually you will reach it Maybe you can build a bridge immediately to the next mountain. And once you're at that that mountain, you see an even bigger one. Um, And that's where you want to go. But before we can get there, you first need to focus on what is achievable right now in the shortest amount of time that will maximize your results in life and as a person, your happiness, your fulfillment in the peace that you're looking for. Um, So those are first things first. Like get a baseline of where we want to be. Then another few things that I do is one is actually dissecting the past. So going back to your earliest memory and actually looking at every uh, good or negative event that has happened to you and see how it affected you, see which patterns are coming up, um, see what things are holding you back. But usually they're like between the five to 10 major patterns that have been holding you back for your entire life. Uh, that's one entire session that <laughs> can take up to four hours. That's one of the biggest ones where I'm, where you are telling your story. I'm taking notes. I'm asking questions. Um, it's, it's a fun. And also really, how do you say it? You are truly self-evaluating self-evalu- yourself. And you're looking at why has this been holding me back my entire life? First of all, once you see what has been holding you back, it's much easier to work on it than if you can't see it. Um, but that's just one session. <laughs> I've got multiples, multiple <laughs> sessions and It's obviously dependent on the person. But another one that's interesting is actually a trauma release session, because uh, a lot of people actually carry trauma from their childhood, maybe from a week ago or a month ago. Maybe they've been bullied. Maybe they've been abused. Maybe some silly experience has been holding them back their entire life. Um, And that usually also makes a big difference. And yeah, my process is truly based around the client. So I'm just telling some interesting things about it. But another simple one is just looking at your life from every single area that you can think of, like movement, your health, your mindset, um, whatever you can think of and go through each and every area and see how can you actually improve on that area? What is lacking? How can you be, become an even better person you are today? Like actually look at, okay, I'm this person. This is bad about me. Let's actually change it. Like that's the core essence. Like looking at what is holding you back? Like what's truly holding you back? And how can you get to that point
0: I want to reach. Uh, I call I'll this. Bit, it's- yeah, no,
2: that's fantastic. <laughs> it's on.
1: Um, yeah, it's it's amazing, and and you know, it, as you know, so few people, so few people take the time to you know to be so introspective, and to look at their garbage, and to look at their good things, even, and and. And just really understand that all those things are, you know, create what's sitting here now with you. Um, you know, it's, it's really very interesting things that – and people don't even connect it with their health even. You know, they, they just kind of – they think that's just kind of their personality as opposed to, you know, something that makes them healthy or unhealthy. Very interesting.
0: I call it the fitness psychologists. That's really who we are. And until you figure out what's going on with yourself or what's going on with your clients, how are you going to make these changes? And that's, you know, the fact that you said that you really do take this time. I mean, one of the biggest complaints about going to see doctors even these days is that they don't take enough time with the patients. And we have a lot of people, you know, that come on in the fitness or nutrition industry that say... If doctors would just take the time to ask questions and spend time with their patients, maybe they will understand that they don't need this pill or this medication. Maybe they just need to change their diet or maybe they just need to move a little bit more.
1: Yeah, download a mindfulness app or <sighs> something you know, anything that could help them get along.
2: So I love how you say maybe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe I said it sarcastically. (laughs) No, without a doubt.
0: So I have a really burning question, I guess. Um, when we talk to people from different either parts of the United States or different parts of the world, we love to get an idea of what fitness is like. What is the culture like in the Netherlands? Are, you know, are you inundated with personal trainers? Um, You know or with people opening up little boutique or or personal gyms or are people going to you know the big company corporate big box gyms what's going on what are you seeing with um just with the fitness culture
2: i'm sure we are healthier than you guys but it's still not not great um All fitness is more built around feeling feeling happy or having fun. But in my gym, there's also just a woman walking around who is severely overweight, but she's a personal trainer. Um, So I'm a big believer of leading by example. So (laughs) it always makes me cringe if she gives someone advice and she's... Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> don't cringe, Colin. I am I am that person who's like, <laughs> yeah. I
0: am going to put my money where I'm, I'm going to walk the walk. I've, I'm not giving you advice unless I am doing it or have had examples or have the education behind it. Then I don't know. That's, that's big. So personal. So do you see smaller, you know, smaller gyms? I know in the United States, everything now is, you know, really going to little, you know, Franchise or boutique we call it gyms um privately owned as opposed to gigantic you know mega structures. is that happening in the Netherlands?
2: yeah, I would say so more smaller gyms built around fun and getting well every almost every gym is built around getting as many people in there. It doesn't matter if they show up. it's even better if they don't show up because then you can fit more people into it um, but yeah. I think it is similar.
0: Any big trends of workouts or whatnot that you're seeing right now?
2: It's a good one. <laughs> no, it's it's pretty similar the last four or five years. The people who don't get results, they don't get results. And they come once a week or maybe once a month. And then you don't see them for a couple of months. Maybe in January days, they come a lot. But people who get results, those are the people you see every time, every day.
1: That's the doers, the ones that are doing, get the results. You know, the ones that are doing are the, usually the ones that are happy and fit and, and, and uh, you know, and, and and it's the ones that, that um, you know, think that walking into the gym, you know, is going to – do the thing and I, this is the time this is when it's going to happen and you know it's it, it's going to it's going to take you know I've, I've been doing this now and I'm going to do it again I'm going to do it again I always say going back and this is you know uh, something that that you know I hear from you with your you know transformational coaching is you know we have to figure out why you've never been able to do it in the first place right why have why is it that people certain people are able to maintain healthy lifestyles and be you know, and, and, and make it to the gym and be consistent. And then there are other people who are constantly trying and doing over again, which I admire, um, you know, that they can, they can do that. But you know, the the real thing is why haven't you been able to, um, establish any sort of consistency or any semblance of health in your so many years that you've been here so far, you know, there lies the answer, uh, not another gym membership, correct?
2: I truly agree. You don't even have to go to the gym. <laughs> you
1: don't even
2: have to. Right. And so, also you, no, no, continue. I lost no, my
1: point no, That's I'm, okay. I'm, no, it's just, you're right about that. The gym, gym is optional, right? I always say, you know, the, the, the I'm a runner. I run a, 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 quite a bit. And, uh, and you know, the, the best thing about running is that the only equipment you need are running sneakers and they're optional, right? You can do it barefoot if you like. And, uh, And, you know, it's just it's freeing. It's you know, you don't need gyms. You don't need, uh, you know, trainers even, you know, you just have to have um, some some motion and some activity and, uh, you know, also some recovery to that. And uh, and and some, you know, eat real well is something I always say, you know, what does that mean? Well, I don't know. You know what it doesn't mean. So try what it does mean. And and, uh, we'll get to the bottom of it.
2: Yeah, it's so simple. It's so easy but so hard at the same time, if you don't fix
0: your mindset. So Colin, what do you recommend? Let's talk nutrition. Brian brought that up. Um, Let's talk nutrition and what you believe about that, because I know one of the reasons we started this podcast, I always go back to it, is to bring people unbiased, really researched science-based information from people that are highly educated that know what's going on and that can Give people some real great ideas and get rid of all that excess because many people say, um, you know, the big trend right now in the United States is, you know, the keto diet and I'm going to lose a couple of weights. I'm going keto and it's not for everyone. And that's, it. you know, we've got all this crazy information. What are some of the, um, what are some of the trends or what do you suggest or believe in?
2: I would say first of all fruit and vegetables first. I think that's a big one. The uh, second one is cut everything out. Like don't eat cookies, don't eat crisps. Don't eat anything that has added ingredients in there. Like just stick to the basics. It's you can't really go wrong if you stick to the basics. <laughs> it, it, it's a really simple philosophy. It's
1: so simple. And we, and we we share that as well. Right? Get rid of the sugars, get rid of the oils, get rid of the salts, get rid of the boxes and bags, eat fruits and vegetables, and, exactly you know and, and you know <laughs> it's frustrating, yeah. they want to know what the real yeah. they want to know what the secret is, the trick, what is it, what do you really do? You eat fruits well, and vegetables <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but also you can try any diet that you want it will probably improve your health like there are many diets. But what I just described is probably between the nine to ten on a scale from one to ten. But do whatever. You're probably at a two or three right now. If you can get to a six or seven, that would be already incredible. And most diets can get you to that point. Doesn't matter which one you choose. But yeah. (laughs) I don't think it's that complicated.
1: (laughs) That's the truth.
0: What is so the people you work with near you, what are the biggest, you know, I guess downfalls in their diet that you're seeing? Is there certain, you know, is there certain foods that are, you know, from your area or, you know, certain restaurants that I know, you know, around us, there's so many fast food restaurants that it's like, I know that you don't have a lot of time, but please stop driving through McDonald's is, you know, do you have something like that by you that you see people struggle with?
2: Yeah, it's probably similar, but on a a smaller scale. We mostly cook, so that's great in the evening. It's pretty standard to cook in the evening. But yeah, there's also a lot of fast food that people drive by. It's pretty similar, but just on a smaller scale.
0: I feel like that would be easier to avoid if there were less, you know, less choices, less... Oh, it's frustrating. It's so really frustrating.
2: So. Yeah, but it, it doesn't change unless people change. It's not really... The fast food companies, yeah, it is. I, and, and I've seen a paradigm – oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But we are responsible for having all those fast food restaurants. If you wouldn't eat them, they wouldn't be there. Um, but yeah, it's a nuanced point because you can also make the case for the other side of the coin.
1: Yeah, and, and I've really seen a, a paradigm shift you know, as of late and, and really you know, mostly within the last 10 years or so. Um and and probably you know more more than anything with just the information that's out there on on the internet, um you know where where people do now have quality information and understand that there is more options to them, uh, for them than than what you know might be available and and just you know all these blogs and you know these doctors now have uh, more exposure uh, you know as far as getting their messages out. And I, I see, you know, at least, you know, here, and I, and I know, the, the, you know, the, the web is worldwide, so you know, a lot of this information is going elsewhere. Have you seen something similar with this, with the paradigm shift into eating better, taking better care of yourself, longevity, mindfulness, things like that, over there? That's a good question. I think so, but
2: <laughs> it's on a smaller scale. It's, it's not trending but it is happening.
0: Okay. I guess I was going to cuz that's my question I always ask, you know, where do you see something changing? I know, like I said, um in big conferences in the United States, we've seen a difference as opposed to, you know, hey, everyone just needs to go as hard as they can and lift as much weight as possible to now we're having this focus on active recovery. Oh, maybe We should be taking some days off and there should be some yoga and stretching involved. Um, And that's been huge um, just because of the research shows you, you know, you are going to get stronger and live a better life if you do back off sometimes. Um, And that's, you know, that's been happening here. And we're just always wondering, is it happening? You know, is everybody seeing that right now or is that just something, you know, slowly... I guess, spreading to the rest of the world? I don't know.
2: I'm not too sure, but also one thing to say is most of my clients are based in the UK.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so that's a difference. But yeah. you can definitely see that most people are educated, mm-hmm. but they are way more confused. Yeah. They don't know what is true and what isn't, what works and what isn't. Because everybody, the people who shout the loudest, they mostly get hit. Um, but it's not always the best advice that you can get because most of those people don't even apply their own advice.
0: What I saw the other day was – I think I I actually shared this. It was an article that I saw the other day about how it's unfortunate that because of the way certain people look, they're the trendsetters. That, hey, you know what? I look a certain way. I look like a model. I only, you know, kale and do yoga and this is how I'm so healthy. Well, it's a shame because kale is good. So is yoga. But that's not all you're doing. Or you know, hey, I look a certain way, and I only eat this protein from this company. And it's a shame because those people may not be the most educated and most you know worldly. Yet they're shouting loudest, or they or they're in their underwear. You know, in the you know in the Caribbean, beautiful water, and everyone's drawn to that. So I want to look like that. And I'm going to do whatever that person's doing. And that's, that makes me angry. That makes Christine very angry <laughs> because it's not, it's, that's not realistic. That's that, not life.
1: That's, uh, Colin, that's when we show them Daniel Cormier, right? And we say this guy can be the heavyweight champion and the baddest dude on the planet. And if you put him next to some of these other guys, he doesn't look like uh, uh, he's – you know you wouldn't no, he pick does. him. You wouldn't pick him, right? No. Yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, I think that that's like you said, Colin, I, I think that with, maybe, you know, maybe as a second to my point earlier is that with all this information out there comes the confusion that goes with it, uh, you know, and and, and and I love what you said earlier about, uh, you know, the, the real answer is simplification, uh, getting to the bottom of things and, you know, taking steps back and just being better to yourself
2: yeah or at least cut out what you know that doesn't work but just be totally honest like do you really think this is going to make you healthier mm-hmm. like do you truly think this is going to make you healthier this powder that this company made that is advertising you for the last 6 months uh, with whatever person is on there that is an ideal that has the ideal image of what you want to look like do you really think that is going to make a difference <laughs> it doesn't it's it's consistency over a long period of time that's what what makes difference but then to be fair i'm also pretty weird i think you guys are the same i do 30 minutes of meditation every day i do 30 minutes of stretching every day well i call it yoga but it's basically just mm-hmm. intense stretching <laughs> i try to run every day and i work out every day um, so yeah i'm definitely doing a bit more than the normal person And you don't even but you don't have to. With, I think, that 30 minutes a day, maybe an hour, should be enough. But you just have to prioritize everything. That's the biggest thing. If you prioritize watching Netflix over um, running for 30 minutes, then you do it to yourself.
0: What's crazy is I can't tell you how many people say to me, on probably at least a weekly basis, Christine, I can't believe you did not see that. You know that show.
1: Blah, 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 how did yeah. you?
0: How did you not watch? Blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> see, when you were watching that whole series, yeah, I uh, was out training for like those huge races or whatnot. <laughs> that you were like, how do you do that? And I'm like, because I put the time in. And it's interesting because you really you don't want to say that to people, but I. Always think it, and I'm like, Christine, be good, be positive. You are a pillar of light in this world. (laughs) It, but you really sit back, and it's hard not to just shake people and say, You can do this, like, you can do whatever you put your mind to. My whole yes, you can. What's your choice? You know, is your choice, you know, instead of. Again, my car gets very dirty because I tend to eat in my car. People make fun of me because I would rather eat in my car while I'm driving for 15 minutes than spend that 15 minutes sitting, or I could be moving, I could be walking, I could. And you find that time if you prioritize for it.
1: All right, Kyle, I have a question for you here. How does eating in your car fit in with your uh, your principles with uh, in your coaching <laughs> strategies here? Is that uh, something that we do or are we uh, looking to unplug and have a nice meal without any distractions?
2: Talking breakfast or lunch. I'm all about time management. <laughs> all yeah. right, fair and enough. have a meal where there are no distractions. <laughs> but you have to do what you have to do Make time for it. That's it. No excuse.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I drive. I look forward, and I reach. Okay. Hence the reason my console needs to be cleaned every day.
1: There's a cooler with some uh, turkey wings. uh, (laughs) There is not, Brian. Uh, Oh, jeez. All right, Colin. What were you reading at age fourteen that helped you get the ladies? We need to know. (laughs) Napoleon Hill at age fourteen. What were we doing here?
2: Probably the most sexy book that I can think of is Seven Habits of Highly Effective. <laughs> <laughs> that book was stolen, and I was really upset about that one.
1: <laughs> oh, that's great! That's great. I
2: quickly transitioned to, yeah, I wasn't really anything about getting the girls after a month because I just realized the better of a person I am, the higher quality life, high quality girls, high quality friends, whatever. That, that's what I could get if I just put the work in.
1: It's, you know, it's, and it was not easy by the way. Oh, I, I believe it. At, you know, at age fourteen to get me to crack a book wasn't easy either. Uh, but, but you know it's very very interesting that you that you were you know so uh, directed to that life to this lifestyle. Uh, you know the lifestyle that you continue today at, at such a young age. You know it, it was um, it must have made a lot of sense to you at the time.
2: Yeah, I, it was just pretty clear because in the Netherlands you could drink at age 16. So at age 14, we already went out, um, which is not the best example to set. Um, but I could clearly see like all the dads and all, maybe even the grandpas in the cafes. And I was like, if I'm going to do what they do, I will end up the same. Is that really what I want? And it was just pretty clear. No, that's definitely not what I want. Um, so that made it a lot easier. But to be fair, it's it's really hard. It's it's like a muscle. You have to train it. It's really hard, and we talk about everything like it's it's easy. It's really it's simple, and it's really easy in principle. But actually doing it and building that muscle, that takes time because that needs to be, that needs to become your new baseline.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And before that happens, there's some time involved. But you just have to trust that. Your body and mind will eventually shift into the new you. Um, eventually.
0: Now, Colin, you call your company Beyond Social Conditioning. Is that correct? Correct. How did you come up with that name? Why did you Why did you choose Beyond Social Conditioning? Uh,
2: well, the first answer is I just tried out a bunch of names and everything was taken (laughs) (laughs) um, to be totally honest Um, but then I came up with this one and it made so much sense because when we are four years old we've been watching commercials we've been uh, listening to other people we've been so we've been so caught up in social conditioning that we that we are we're just stuck in this box and I was like, I was always like, how can I look beyond this box or what, what, what else is there in life? What can I actually experience? What will actually make me happy? What will actually make me fulfilled? Because I quickly realized it wasn't that ma- uh, the burger at the McDonald's or the burger at the Burger King. And it wasn't all these superficial things like getting a big house, getting a fancy car. Uh, the research is also pretty clear on this. But still, we are truly conditioned to believe this, and that's not the only thing. All of friends condition us in, yeah, keeping us the same, keeping us the way we've been raised, uh, keeping that cycle going. So it's also really difficult to get out of it. And then the name, like going beyond what you know, going beyond your social conditioning, uh, that really stuck with me. And I typed the name in a Google. And nobody had it, so it's like that's that's my name. There you
1: go, lock it up. That's awesome. That's, you it know, it, <laughs> I mean, it, it is so true. Just how socially conditioned we are, and just you know, and and one thing that I say with clients is is you know is that real? Is that something that's real? And you know, and they have to stop and think. And you know, there's just everything is, you know, meant to designed so that that we we think of it as as reality and. You know, and 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 that really does put you in the box, and and you know, and, and handcuffs you in a sense to to live in a, a very fulfilled life. It's um, it's it's a excellent concept, and and beyond that social conditioning is uh is really where you know it's a lot of fun out there beyond that social conditioning, and and there's freedom in it too.
2: So much fun, but it's so scary at the same time. And what will everybody else think? And <laughs> all these questions arise immediately. But yeah, it's so much more fun outside of the box, outside of social conditioning.
0: One of the it's things, so one of the things you talk about is happiness. How important that is, and I think that you know, I think that the people that have the most impact on others, um, we have a. a <laughs> Great guy. His name is Jonathan Ross and he talks about how emotion drives motion and how if you enjoy something, you are most likely to do it. And you actually you I know you keep saying like your fun and happiness. How important do you think that is, you know, for your clients, the people you talk to to have fun and include happiness into your almost your schedule on a daily basis? How do you deal with that or talk about it?
2: Oh, laughing and smiling is so important. Um, But yeah, just lower your bar for being happy. (laughs) You don't need anything to be happy. You can just sit here and laugh, laugh like a madman, and you will be (laughs) incredibly happy. You you can be happier by, by just taking your phone and throwing it in the air and watching it just like a child would, throwing it up in the air, and maybe it will fall, maybe it won't, but you get excited about it. You're having fun. Uh, happiness is not this thing that you want to reach. Happiness is something that you are in the moment. And you don't need anything else to be happy. You can be happy right now in this moment. It's a choice. It's
1: fantastic. That's so important. Lower your bar for being happy. I love that.
0: I have a daughter with such a low bar <laughs> right. for being happy. Everything's awesome. She's <laughs> constantly <laughs> laughing and and. And I'm usually the Debbie Downer who's like trying to be on a conference call or I'm like, and you know, my husband will come in and be like, you know, they're kids, she's six. And I'm like, I know. And you have to, it's, you really have to bring yourself back to where they're at and how important that is. And I bring it back to like Peter Pan, right? Like, think about that story. It's like Peter Pan Mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, goes to Neverland, like it's that, reintroduction. Like you've got it. You forget what happiness is sometimes. And here's this, you know, amazing opportunity. I mean, there's a lot. That's just one example. I just popped into my head. No, but, it, it, and, you and, know, you, you know, got I remember that
1: I've got the young, I've got young boys. I've got three boys, you know, ages 10, six and five. And it is special land <laughs> my house is you know it gets and 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 to be honest with you, it can be extremely frustrating too so like that bar for frustration uh is there as well uh i need to raise that sometimes but um you know it's just it's tons of fun and i i said it time and time again thanksgiving i'd rather sit at the kids table than with the grown-ups uh you know I'm, i have more fun over there
2: so true Colin, tell us. Know you're ball for laughing. Like, laugh about anything. If somebody makes a dumb joke, laugh. If somebody, somebody tries to be funny, but nobody laughs, you can be that person who laughs.
1: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> never hurts to laugh.
0: Colin, tell us where people can find out more about um, Beyond Social Conditioning, where can they find you on, you know, whether it's social media or whatnot, because, you know, you're, you've got some fascinating information. So where can, um, where can, where can everyone find you?
2: Uh, probably the easiest thing is just type in Beyond Social Conditioning in Google and probably my website will come up. And if it doesn't come up, type beyondsocialconditioning.com in Google and just contact me, send me a simple message. I usually reply within a day, because I think it's really important to stay in touch personally with whoever I come in contact with and I'm still at the point where I can respond to everybody and message me so simply get send me a message worst case you get some free advice it's not that difficult I'm not too active on social media because it just it can train you um,
0: I
1: love because it. I
2: don't think it would be a popularity contest right. it's become
1: social open. conditioning <laughs>
2: Also, yeah, I don't want to look at every moment. Oh, I maybe can take a picture here, or I maybe can take a picture of how cool I look here, or how big my muscles look at this moment. I don't think you. <laughs> that's the goal. I truly, don't think that's the goal.
0: I love your LinkedIn because if um, obviously counts on LinkedIn too for everybody and. Colin, we're going to put your information all on our social media platforms, and and um,
1: yeah, you don't have to worry about yeah, that. We'll
0: get we'll get it we'll covered. We'll do the social media. We for got you. it for you, um, and we'll send you links and everything. But I love the fact on your LinkedIn it actually says, you know, if you've, I think it says it right underneath your name or whatnot. It's like, you know, if if you're reading this, you're already interested in something. Mm-hmm. So you might as well just reach out to me. Like it was great. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. So, um. Anyhow, Colin, is there any last words of wisdom that you would like to leave our listeners with today?
2: That's a good one. Probably just do something. Try try something simple. And once you achieve it, celebrate it. But also realize that it's not... You don't need to get motivation before starting something. Almost always, you first need to do action and then the motivation will usually always follow. A lot of people think that you need to get motivation and then suddenly you will do this magic thing. It's the other way around. Take action and then the motivation will follow. Um, That's a proven formula. The other way around is sketchy. Um, And then once you take action, trust in the process that your body and mind will eventually shift into whatever you're trying to achieve and truly trust it because before you know it, in a month, in two months, in maybe a year, that's your new baseline, and it has all there is to it. It's not that difficult. Just like just that. Just go out and do it.
1: It's it is just do it. It's uh you know it's been a pleasure having you on. This is a, a, a you know a, a very educational conversation for me, I know for sure, uh, and I'm sure Christine would back me up on that. It's just uh you know it's 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 a lot of fun and. Um, you know, it's great to hear that you're doing these things and helping people, uh, you know, with this and, and, you know, and and making it a career and and something that isn't, you know, just, uh, uh, you know, something neat. It's, you know, it's, it's, um, it's very, it's very interesting. And, and, uh, and I love it.
0: And thank you, Colin, for inspiring everyone and uh, coming to us from around the globe in the Netherlands. We always love to hear from for people in the fitness industry, changing lives that are all over the place because you know this is, this is what it's about, trying to help people and motivate them and inspire them to live better lives. So for that, Colin, we thank you.
2: It's my pleasure. And I'm really happy to be here and to share whatever I have to share. And I hope it impacted maybe one person and I will be more than happy, even if it's just a small change.
1: I think you've done that.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) So, Colin, thank you so much for joining us and the two fit crazies in a microphone today. And with that said, my name is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. And a microphone. We are where it's
1: at. Take action,
0: folks.